0: It's really one of the defining characteristics of modern men in the ancient world. People basically got what they got. If you didn't like the food in Bavaria, which would have been Bavarian, you couldn't go for Chinese, right? If you were in China, you couldn't go for Italian. And if you were in Italy, well, you were stuck with the Italian food. That's why the Italians were. Really the number of choices they had were far... more choices is automatically better. I think the danger is that when we're given choices, we generally choose the lowest common denominator. I think actually that's one of the real weaknesses of the new Mass. In the new Mass, there are lots and lots of choices. There are choices of Mass, choices of parts of the Mass, choices of when you celebrate feast days. Today we're celebrating the 12th day. Christmas, but if you count on your fingers and your toes up to twelve, you realize that this is not the twelfth day of Christmas. They've moved the celebration, the observation of the celebration of the Epiphany, uh, onto the Sunday. Because why? Well, because they want it to be easier for you. And you're probably thinking, well, I'm sort of glad that it's easier for me. The problem is, is given options, we're always going to choose the easier option. So. We and we move Corpus Christi off on the weekend because we really don't want anyone to go out of their way to worship the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the one who made you through a free gift and then became man and died for you on the cross. Right? You know Why does he deserve us to go out of our way after all? Hopefully you see the problem with that proposition. Right? And um, I think it's telling, particularly on this Feast of the Epiphany, you know, in many cultures, there's a tradition of um, the late Magi. A Magi who was convinced by his friends to go, but left a few days later, and so he missed the Lord and spent basically the rest of his life playing catch up, trying to find Jesus. In fact, there was a movie Some places in Italy celebrate the witch Bafana. Don't worry, we're not talking about an occult witch. She was the witch who uh, sent our Lord away from the inn, saying there's no place for the inn. And then she realized that she sent away the king of kings, God himself. And so in penance, she spent the rest of His life, her life trying to find our Lord, to give him a gift, to make up for it. Giving gifts to little children. This is the um, Italian version of gift giving. In many places it's the three kings who give give, give gifts. In some places it's Saint Nicholas, in some places it's the witch Bafana, who gives gifts to little children, trying to make up for the fact that she forgot to give gifts to our Lord. I think the moral of the story. You know, I joked with the people on Christmas who came at five and at midnight that with the road conditions given the blizzard, they might be just a little bit imprudent for coming to church all that way in the middle of a snowstorm. But then I said to them, you know what? The Magi were a little imprudent as well. I think it's really important to think, right? These Magi, most people didn't travel much more than a days backwater, you know, it's not like they were going to New York City or Rome, they were going to Jerusalem, which really wasn't all that much of a city in the Roman Empire, and they didn't even go to Jerusalem, they went to Bethlehem, a day's walk from Jerusalem, this little backwater, hick sort of town, looking for a king. If you think about it, if you think about the risks from robbers and starvation, the provisions they would have needed, the cost of traveling century. It was really an imprudent thing. And they were really on a schedule, right? The star appeared and they had to make a choice. Are you going to leave now? Or are you going to miss him? Because just days after our Lord was born, Herod starts looking for the child, trying to kill him. And so they go into hiding in Egypt. So if you're that Psychologists have found about choices. The more choices we have, the more likely it is that we're gonna regret the choices that we made. When I was a kid, there were three channels on TV. It was so much easier A, B, or C. Right? And usually only one of them had cartoons on, so I knew which one I was choosing. Right? It was easy. Now you have ten thousand T V channels on if you're still watching TV. you look at the- is recognizing what our bias is. And our bias is usually that lowest common denominator, to sit on the couch, to say comfortable, to do things the easy way. And when we recognize that bias to do things the easy way, in prayer we really need to overcorrect the opposite direction. So the church offers us on Fridays, days, abstain from meat on Friday in recognition of the great gift that Christ gave us. And of course, in the modern church, we have options. And so what's everyone do? They choose the easy option. take it to prayer and say, well, which was the most uh, difficult thing to do, right? Um, Because the more difficult thing to do is the thing that's probably more loving, right? Think about your wives. Think about your husbands. Think about your children, right? You come home after a long day, and you take off your clothes, husbands, and you put them on the ground because you're tired, right? You're inclined to take the option to leave them where they fall. Which should you choose? Which option should you choose? probably the one you're not inclined to, right? Take the clothes, put them in the laundry, maybe even do your own laundry, right? Because it's the loving thing to do for your wives. And wives have the same sort of uh, temptations, right? To choose the easier option. You know, let's call out uh, for takeout rather than uh, making dinner, right? Well, which is the more loving thing? Now, I'm not saying you have to choose one or the other all the time, but we should be aware that given options to be like the late magi, to put it off, to delay, to do the easy thing, and then to regret it for the rest of our life. And the thing about choosing the easy way out is that it becomes a habit. We do it once, we do it twice, we do it three times. We say, oh, maybe tomorrow I'm going to choose the hard option, right? This is St. Augustine's famous line, Lord, make me a saint, just not yet problem with that? Might get hit by a bus. That's one of the the lines my mom always used to use for me. When I wanted to do something fun, she's like, I don't know, might get hit by a bus. But when there was something hard to do, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, let's do that right now. Because we might not have time to do it later. Right? You want to pray? Let's do that now. You want to do something fun? Well, They chose the hard thing at the right time. They chose to follow that star, and so they didn't miss that encounter with the living God. This is the day the Lord has made. He's made this day to encounter Him. The question is, are we going to choose the hard things that are necessary to do?